This is our number two of the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Each week we get together, we talk about the news of the week, the events of our often bizarre lives, and we do so in an entertaining, informative, and unique fashion. Still lots of news to get to in the next two hours of the program. We continue with our weekly look at the race for the White House 2016. And in just a moment, Leah, I want to get to the issue of these... um, these rioters, these people who have been uh, creating quite a bit of uh, violence at Trump rallies and what impact. The undocumented Americans. Right. The, those we used to be able to call them illegal aliens, but uh, no, no longer. <laughs> Although on this show, we're still allowed to. But I didn't want I don't want to revisit the uh, the rather heated discussion we had over Trump losing the Doral uh, golf tournament to Mexico City and why I believe that exposes him as a fraud. However, there's another one element I didn't get to, which is important, which is it shows what a horrible Hillary uh, campaign Hillary Clinton is running because she blew an opportunity here uh, because I think that her firewall, if everything else goes horrendously between now and November and somehow everything goes Trump's way, which I, I don't see happening, but it's theoretically possible. Her firewall is South Florida. Because if she dominates South Florida, where Doral is located, if she dominates South Florida like she has been in the polls, she cannot lose Florida. And if she doesn't lose Florida, she can't lose. It's almost mathematically impossible. And uh, she hadn't said anything that I'm aware of about this particular episode. Maybe she will in the, in the future. I don't know. Uh, our good friend, Congressman John Yarmouth, the Democrat from Louisville, Kentucky, completely agrees with me uh, that this is an issue that could be very potent because of the fact that not only is it a South Florida issue, but it goes to the heart of Donald Trump's narrative, except with with people like Leah Brandon, who vehemently disagree no, with No, I me. think it's with people who really aren't that much into golf. It's just not that big of a deal. Well, if it, if, if I understand that, that, you know, we don't th- know that it's been there for 55 years and right. it's this and it's that. I mean, you well, know, it's people look, the majority of America doesn't care about golf, you know, I, and I think it's just it, the the weight of it is more important to you and people who care I'm about, about it in South Florida. It's a big deal. But also, I agree, I agree with you, Leah Brandon, that Donald Trump has been very outspoken in saying that he benefits from people not knowing the facts. I love the poorly educated. All right. Now, with that, let, let's move on to these uh, riots. And, uh, Leah, tell us what's been going on there, specifically, I, I guess, in San Jose, California. Oh, yes. Well, since the California primary is Tuesday... Donald Trump and the Democratic candidates are blanketing the state campaigning. And this week, the violent protesters were again showing up outside the Donald Trump rally, specifically the San Jose rally. Uh, Many claiming to be those so-called undocumented Americans. They were waving Mexican flags and assaulting police officers. Now, in San Jose, supporters of Donald Trump who were walking out of the rally, were literally mobbed. Some were punched. One woman wearing a Trump jersey was caught on camera, being cornered, spit on, pelted with eggs and water bottles, and then a mob that was waving Mexican flags. Here's kind of what it sounded like when she walked out of the building. It it was just crazy and i have to kill the audio there because the crowd starts cursing and chanting f that trump 
another man was seen in a photo. He's got blood streaming down his face. He was punched. And, by the way, a so-called journalist with Vox was suspended for tweeting that he was encouraging a massive ramp-up of all the violence outside Trump rallies. Um, so, yeah, so that's what happened in San Jose. Now, the reaction to this has been uh, very interesting and, and all too predictable from the left. Both Hillary Clinton and President Obama have, to varying degrees, condemned the violence, but also somehow— It's figured, all Trump's fault. Right. Figured out a way to blame Republicans for the fact yeah. that the violence is being incited. So we, we condemn the violence, but we condemn more the fact that it was the Republicans who caused those who created the violence to do what they did. I don't— understand that but when you live in a liberal world i guess you can rationalize whatever you want to i'm also interested leah because i think you and i differ on this with regard to the impact it's going to have i know and i want to put words in your mouth but am i right in assuming because i think you've referenced this before that you believe that these whatever you're going to call them riots rallies protests against trump will backfire and actually help trump is that correct Absolutely. And in fact, I keep seeing in more and more liberal uh, publications, the L.A. Times had something about it just this week, Uh, MSNBC, Hillary Clinton. I mean, this is not looking good for the Democrats because everyone can see they're waving Mexican flags. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're playing right into Trump's hand. Among the conservative base. No, you're, well, you're right. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. Among If this was still the primaries, you would be a thousand percent right. But the primaries are over. Trump won. And now he has to appeal to a different sort of audience. And where I'm going to disagree with you. And I don't think this uh, hurts Trump. I mean, he might gain a little bit depending on you know which state you're in. But the reality is, Leah, that just as you said, most people don't pay much attention to the news. They don't get to the details. Just like, you know, they don't get to the details of the golf tournament and Doral and all that. They also don't get to the details of who's causing the riots. All they know is that there's some sort of riot involving Donald Trump. And yeah, but they're for a lot of Mexican flags. Yeah, but for a lot, I'm sorry, details don't matter. And there, you know, we, we live in a you know, country of... So if the details don't matter on Doral, they don't matter on the rallies and the and the oh, reality the reality the, no they don't they don't they don't they, they don't <laughs> oh, matter okay. the, the details don't matter all we know yeah. all that's happening is that there are stories of riots and uh, involving Donald Trump and so for a lot okay, of people Okay, let's go with it, that then. <laughs> no, hold on a second. The the people in the middle for to whom the uh, Donald Trump allegedly is trying to appeal though there's no evidence of that who decide presidential elections all they're going to know is Boy, he's causing a lot of problems. Boy, there's a, everything where he goes. There's there are issues. I don't really like that. It seems like it's violent. It says that doesn't seem presidential to me. Uh, I, I'm not comfortable with that, regardless of who's to blame. That's going to be it. So at best, I believe in a general election, it's a wash for Donald Trump. You're thinking about it from the standpoint of someone who is conservative and who lives in Alabama. I'm talking about how is the person. Uh, in Ohio going to react to it? How is the person in Virginia going to react to it? Or in South Florida, where Trump is hated um, because he can't get any Hispanic votes. Even the Cubans won't vote for him in nearly the numbers that he would need to win Florida. So uh, I, I, you know, turnabout is fair play here. The reality is if the details were known, 
that you would be 100% right, but the details won't be known, and it's going to be a pox on all their houses. And so, it, like I said, at best, in my view, it, it's a wash. When we come back on the John and Leah show, uh, more in our weekly look at the race for the White House 2016. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Actually, that's not our website. I say it every freaking segment. I blew it. It's freespeechbroadcasting.com. <laughs> this is the Free Speech Broadcasting Network, where um, as we continue to search for a hero, and this year we're not going to find one in the presidential race, uh, our existential question was best articulated by my daughter, Grace uh, last week when she uh, guested on the program for her fourth birthday and she asked about Donald Trump asking the question, Is Trump a bad guy or a good guy? And uh, this week, Leah Brandon, on the racial front, both with regard to quote-unquote Mexicans and quote-unquote my African-American, uh, Donald Trump certainly had people asking that question again. Tell us the details. Well, Donald Trump has been complaining about the judge that's handling a lawsuit against his Trump University. Now, he says the judge has been unfair because that judge is of Mexican heritage. And Trump has been railing against illegal aliens, so he says it's a conflict of interest. Now, he did have this exchange with CNN's Jake Tapper. He's giving me horrible But I don't care if you criticize him. That's fine. You can criticize every decision. What I'm saying is, if you invoke his race as a reason why he can't do his job... I think that's why he's doing it. But... I think that, that's why he's doing it. If you are saying he can't do his job because of his race, is that not the definition of racism? No, I don't think so at all. No? No. He's proud of his heritage. I, I respect him for that. you're saying he can't do his job because of it. Uh, look, he's proud of his heritage, okay? He's a Mexican. We're building a wall between here and Mexico. The answer is he is giving us very unfair rulings, rulings that people can't even believe. Now, former Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez uh, is speaking out and partially coming to Trump's defense, saying that that judge is a member of a group called La Raza Lawyers of San Diego. Now, the other thing that Trump did was in Redding, California, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump actually made this remark when he happened to see 
a black person in the audience. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. The man's name is Gregory Cheadle, and he also was interviewed afterwards, and he's actually stunned that people have taken offense to that. All right. Um, we'll talk about the African-American thing uh, a second because there's a humorous element to it, although if the media wanted to destroy him on it, uh, they easily could because I think uh, uh, the people have been in big trouble for a lot less than that. But but with regard to the um, the Mexican judge deal, uh, first of all, with regard to what the former Attorney General uh, Gonzalez said, that was a very tepid defense of Donald Trump. The La Raza organization has nothing to do with the La Raza that has become uh, appropriately infamous in conservative circles as a racist uh, pro-Mexico organization. That is not the same organization. Now, as far as you know, this notion that Trump can't get a fair trial because the judge is of Mexican descent, even though he's <laughs> born in Indiana, um, is absurd, not just because of why Jack, Jack, uh, Jake Tapper implied there in the clip that you played, but because this case started way, way before Donald Trump announced he was running for president. I know he that- even says that in that clip, he says, uh, years ago. Yeah. Well, the reality is when the case began and, and all these these, uh, you know, allegedly bad decisions that this judge is handing down against Donald Trump. And let's be clear, Donald Trump's ego is such that any decision that goes against him is a bad judicial decision. Right. I mean, he's not this is not a guy who's making these calls based upon what he thinks is a good interpretation of the law. Is it is it good for Donald Trump or is it bad for Donald Trump? And so the reality is this has nothing to do with Donald Trump's plan to build a wall, which, by the way, is never going to happen, even if he got elected, which is also never going to happen uh, based upon the way things are currently going. So so th- this idea that somehow uh, you, you cannot get a fair trial because someone is of Mexican descent and after the case, well after the case begins, you run for president um, in a way that would uh, alienate Mexicans is laughable and it creates an absurd uh, you know, standard and an absurd um, situation where people could, with with that precedent, if that precedent was ever set, you could make almost any judge be forced to recuse themselves from any case. All you'd have to do is insult their race after they took the case. I mean, it, it's it's absurd. It's ridiculous, and it's especially ridiculous for someone who wants to be president of the United States, whose number one claim to the conservative base, since he's not really a conservative, he's actually a liberal, is he's going to do a good job picking Antonin Scalia's replacement. Really? Really? This is the guy who you're going to put all your chips on to pick a replacement for Antonin Scalia. A guy who also, by the way, is not only saying Mexican judges who aren't really Mexican can't judge him, but uh, also is in favor of imminent domain, doesn't believe in the First Amendment, and worst of all, in my opinion, chose Arsenio Hall as the celebrity apprentice. I mean, this is not a guy who can be trusted on this, but there's something that everyone's missing on this story, Leah, which we're going to talk about when we come back on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. 
If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. I want to spend at least uh, one more segment, uh, Leah, on this issue of Donald Trump's flat-out obsession with the uh, quote-unquote Mexican judge, really from Indiana, who is presiding over the Trump University fraud case. And um, Trump hasn't just, you know, once or twice referenced the fact that he has a Mexican judge who can't be fair in his case. He has doubled and tripled down. <laughs> I, I mean, he doesn't run away from this, which, of course, he never does because that's his brand. He, you know, he's got balls down to his knees, and so he's going to fight back. Uh, but in that interview with J- Jake Tapper, I mean, it was almost like who's on first. Right. Uh, um, every time Jake Tapper asked the same question, he went back to, but he's a Mexican, but he's a Mexican, um, which clearly, uh, to me, well, first of all, it's just flat out ridiculous. I mean, you do you acknowledge, Leah, that it's ridiculous to be making this an issue. Um, I think it's all he's holding on to. Well, see, here's what I think in his mind, it's smart because uh, people might agree with him who don't know the facts. Well, of course, because I love the poorly educated. I mean, the, yeah. the the reality is, you're right. He's appealing to his base. His here's here's. I think you're you've hit it right, right on the head. But I want to take this further. What you've just said is important because Trump, whether he realizes it or not, is acting like he's still in a primary race where he's got to protect his base, who might be. Persuaded by the fact that Trump University was a scam, which it certainly appears to me as if it was, and that's why you have this this massive fraud trial going on with this so-called Mexican judge. So he's trying to protect his base by saying, "Pay no attention to anything you hear about Trump University because the judge is a Mexican." Okay, now that might work if your whole entire goal is to hang on to your sliver of the electorate. That is not going to work if your goal is to win 49, 50, 51% of the American public in a general election. It's just not going to. And there's no rationale for it because of the first thing it does, Leah, is it draws attention 
to the Trump University case. Now, why in the world would you want to do that? That makes no political sense at all. And it really makes no political sense to be making it a racial issue when the facts don't back you up at all that this is a racial issue. So what's really going on? And this is the part that I think people are missing. And maybe it takes too much thought. It just amazes me how how often uh, people just fail to think things through and, and to connect the dots. But these dots are not that difficult to connect. If they are, I'm sure you'll tell me. Let's think about this, folks. This case with Trump University is not going to be over by the time the election comes around, okay? Right, which is astonishing to me because I really thought that somehow this thing would come up before and it well, would he's not gonna, look good. He's, he's going to have a deposition, apparently, which I'm sure will get leaked. I mean, I would guess that it would. But So there's still going to oh, be yeah. da- there's still going to be damaging stuff for him, but there's not going to be a decision unless he settles. And by the way, why didn't he settle this? See, see, to me, this shows a lot of things about Donald Trump, none of which are particularly uh, endearing or presidential. If you're going to run for president and you got a fraud trial hanging over your head and you're a really a, a, a multi-multi-billionaire, do you not settle that case? Do you not get rid of that before you run for president? But that's not even the most important thing. That's, that's Theoretically, that would be important. But I'm talking about something that's even more significant than that as we connect the dots here. So this case is not going to go to trial before the election. Therefore, there's never going to be a verdict where Trump is going to have to explain himself before the voters go to the polls. So so the impact that this is going to have on the election will be, at worst, small. And it might be negligible, depending on how the news media spins it and how my, how, you know what how the deposition goes but the reality is it's it, there's not going to be a verdict before the November election that Trump has to explain now that's important as we connect the dots here so then if there's not going to be a verdict then why in the world would he do something that has no rational political benefit which is to make the judges race an issue. It might have might have been powerful in a primary, but not in a general election. It is clear. I mean, even Newt Gingrich has castigated him, and he's running for vice president, basically, for, for Donald Trump's vice presidential position. Even Gingrich has castigated him in no uncertain terms for doing this. So why would he do it, or what does it mean that he's doing it? I would submit that the only way this makes any sense is that Trump has zero expectation of being president of the United States. Because if he did, let's think this through, if he thought he was going to be president, by the time he's elected, he doesn't give a rat's ass about some fraud trial in a civil case, especially if he's really worth $10 billion, because he's president of the freaking United States. It means nothing to him. It will mean something to him if he's not president of the United States. And if he is not president of the United States, all of a sudden he's going to want a prospective jury to not take the case seriously because the, the judge is a Mexican. So where I'm going with this, Lee, is the only way I can make sense 
of what Trump's doing here, which makes zero logical sense politically, is that he does not believe he's going to be president, and he is using the bully pulpit he currently has as leverage in a civil case. Wow. Now, that's pathetic, but that's the only way this makes any sense. All right, let me give Where you another scenario. Where am I wrong? Scenario. Where am I wrong? Let me give you another scenario. Uh, first of all, I don't think that he wanted to settle because, you know, he's Donald Trump and he hires these lawyers and he figured that, you know, he's running for this president. would go away like everyone else, <laughs> like every for, other thing. He's running for president, right. though, Leah. Yeah, but, I mean, this started years ago, so, you know, I, I'm not sure. The reason why I think he's doing this now is because it's just who he is. He said this about the judge, and he he doesn't back down, and he really needs to just shut it because this doesn't look good. And I think he just will not back down on this. You know, you're. I think he's. I think he's gotten himself into a corner, and it looks bad. You know what? Your theory, I like, except. Even under those circumstances, let's pretend this he, he makes the mistake by referencing the Mexican judge at a rally. I guess it was last week. He spends 12 minutes on it, by the way, at a rally. 12 minutes. People stand, stand in line for hours to hear him at a rally. He spends 12 minutes ripping into the ethnicity of a judge in, in the Trump University case. But let, let's pretend that that was, you know, a brain fart by him uh, that he regrets. Now he doesn't want to back away from Uh he he went so Remember, far. Remember, Hillary's hitting him hard on it too. He so. he went so far beyond what he needed to do in that Jake Tapper interview. He he wanted that conversation to keep going. He 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 could have cut it off easily and far more succinctly, but he didn't do it. Now I'm not. You, he's dumb enough, Leah, where you might be right, but I got to tell you. You haven't dissuaded me that my theory is more than plausible because. Oh, I think he believes he's going to be president. I don't think there's any if, doubt but in if his he mind. Did, okay, but hold on, Leah. If that's true, if he really thinks he's going to be president, why does he care about the verdict in the Trump University case? Because why? they're trying to accuse him of being a fraud. Okay, but he's president. <laughs> if he's president, <laughs> oh, it doesn't no. matter. That he's ego? President. Are you kidding me? No, he, he, no <laughs> I, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, the other thing... That you referenced is the African-American comment. Uh, look at my African-American over here. All right. Now, now look, do I believe that uh, Donald Trump is a, um, a racist against black people? No. Um, his, there's not much in his life that would indicate that at all. I don't. However, um, I, I do think that if um, uh, a television talk show host had ever referenced a guest uh, in this way. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Right. <laughs> I mean, even Bill O'Reilly. If Bill O'Reilly said that, he might be in trouble. If a lesser-known uh, talk show host uh, said, uh, look at my African-American over here, they'd be fired. They would be fired. Well, I mean, what's he supposed to say? Look at my N-word? I, <laughs> he doesn't need to reference my African but that's American. but that's what My that is in the Afri in the black community. That is everyday conversation. Okay. Uh, Leah, you've turned into a Trumpster now, where everything 
There's nothing that Trump can do. No, wrong. I'm just saying it's that this is a big is... deal over nothing. No, but hold on a second. The judge thing, I agree with. Okay, but this, you're... whatever. Uh, hold on a second. I'm not <laughs> suggesting that this disqualifies him. I'm saying that perception is reality, and it shows. Here's what it shows. This is why this is is somewhat important, uh, and especially in connection with the Mexican judge deal. When Trump was running for the GOP nomination. You know what? Let's take a break because I don't want to go too long here. When we come back, I'll explain why this is significant, and then we'll move on to other things, including <laughs> the never Trump crowd and Bill Crystal getting completely humiliated tonight uh, with the shortest presidential run maybe in U.S. history. All that coming up on the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. If you ever have trouble sleeping, do yourself a favor, folks, and listen up. It might just change your life. I know it had a big impact on mine. I'm talking about using MyPillow. You may have seen MyPillow's owner, Mike Lindell, on their TV commercials. Well, MyPillow is fit just for you, the kind of sleeper you are, on your back or your side or how big or small you are. I love MyPillow, and my wife and daughter use theirs as well. Obviously, a good night's sleep is a life changer. And now's your chance to take advantage of this special offer. Buy one MyPillow and we'll give you one for your partner for free. Don't waste another night on bad sleep. Life's too short. Call 800-871-1827. That's 800-871-1827. Use the promo code JL for the John and Leah Show for your free pillow and start sleeping better right away. Call 800-871-1827 or go to MyPillow.com and be sure to use that promo code JL for two life-changing pillows made in America with a 10-year warranty, all for the price of one. That's MyPillow.com. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. All right, finishing up uh, with this uh, thought on uh, Donald Trump and what it really means that uh, this week uh, he stepped in it big time with regard to the so-called Mexican judge who's really from Indiana who is presiding over the Trump University fraud case and then uh, a bit of a kerfuffle over... Uh, look at my African-American over here. Now, again, I agree with you, Leah, that the my African-American uh, doesn't really say very much about him. There are certainly better ways he could have phrased it. Yeah. Uh, and perception, unfortunately, is reality, especially when it comes to race. But here's why both of those things together, along with a couple of other uh, elements of what's been happening over the last couple of weeks, I think are very significant. I've talked many times on this show about how sometimes the things that don't happen are the most significant in life and in the news. And when Donald Trump was running for the Republican nomination, there were obviously a lot of people, uh, both of us included in that, who were very concerned about whether or not he would be able to transition into being a general election candidate, whether or not he could be presidential, whether he could appeal to um, independent voters, people who are in the middle of the road. Uh, and and I was somebody who did not think that he could do that. Well, he's now been the nominee for over a month now. And I think what we have seen is nothing has changed. Nothing happened. 
And in fact, in some ways, he's gotten worse. In some ways, he's now, because he's the nominee and has this amazing bully pulpit, it's almost like he's a, a, a diabetic with no self-control in a candy factory. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's not going to get any better. We now, we now know this is what we've got. There is not going to be a Donald Trump 2.0 or 3.0. This is it. This is who he is. Now, his fans may love that. Calling a you know a guy from Indiana a Mexican judge or not worrying about political correctness and referring to a black supporter as oh look at my African American over here that's fantastic that 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 is a sure way to get 35 percent in a national general election against Hillary Clinton congratulations you've got 35 maybe 36 percent as a floor that's just great but what we have seen in the last couple of weeks Leah tell me if you think I'm wrong is that we now know. Trump ain't changing. And that if we had all known for sure he was not going to change for the better in all the ways I've already described, I think there are a lot of people who would not have been comfortable making the deal. Would you agree or disagree? I don't believe that for a second. Which part? I don't believe it for a second. I think that uh, that his original supporters if they had seen a change would be upset no 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 no. i'm not talking i'm, I'm talking about the uh, the uh, massive number of people who voted for him in indiana for instance i mean indiana is the only state i've seen where trump really showed me wow uh there might be a surge type election here he might really be bringing new people in he, he crushed not only his opponents well, but, but he Ted also crushed Cruz hillary had imploded no 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 i i think there are other explanations for that <laughs> But what I'm what I'm saying though, Lee, I'm not talking about his hardcore fans. I agree. I already stated his hardcore fans are happy he hasn't changed. Right. But but I'm talking about. I mean, it's it's amazing. You know, that, uh, this is happening. You know, when Paul Ryan and Marco Rubio are both tepidly but significantly endorsing him, yep. um, which is just mind blowing. Because hey, Jeff Sessions did it first, which knocked me over. Right, and I, I think you've put too much, we've discussed this before, and I like Jeff Sessions, but I think you've given too much credit to Jeff Sessions on this, as somehow Jeff Sessions knows something that we don't. The reality is, here's the most important thing, Leah, agree or disagree, we're not going to get a different Donald Trump. He's never going to be more presidential. He's never going to do what it takes to appeal to a general election audience. Do I, we now know that for sure, and that's a very significant fact to have learned because had we known it i would like to think some of us might have gone whoa 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 what are we doing here do you agree that we now know he's never going to change uh, yeah I, it's he's donald trump i mean he's donald trump <laughs> right. why would he change well because because it ain't going to win you cannot well, win i mean you but can look, you not know, win doing this you yeah. can't you just can't uh, barring the you know massive catastrophes that somehow work exactly in his favor, because after all, with me it's just works. You know, it's magic. Yeah, there's no magic, folks. There is no magic. I mean, you know, look, you and I have discussed this. I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm going to enjoy it. That's fine. I'm glad. It's you, all I can do. I'm, it's all that's left. I understand, and I <laughs> and I think there's some rationality to that, and and that's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I, I admire you for being able to already go through the uh, the grieving process and get to the, uh, you know, when rape is inevitable, sit back and enjoy it uh, state. Um, that's fine. Um, I, I'm not quite there yet. I mean, actually, 
I, I was there a while back, and now I'm like, wait a minute, this is really going to happen. We're really going to elect Hillary out of all this. Um, my, my, my also part of this show is me evaluating what is actually transpiring and trying to make some sense of it and tell people where we're headed with this. And where we're headed, there's, there's really only three tracks here for this election, okay? There's the, the, the miracle track, the magic track, where everything goes Trump's way. There's a terrorist attack or a, ma- a market collapse. Or, <laughs> We're uh, rooting for a no, terrorist No, 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 I never said that. I'm not, I did not say it. I'm saying I'm saying this is what would have to happen. Everything yes. goes Trump's way, and he wins just barely, and you know he shocks the world. Uh, he does the Muhammad Ali of a bad man, and he's president of the United States. That's theoretically possible, but I think it's... A, at most 10 percent. Um, there's a second track uh, of this election where um, Trump is Trump and, you know, things don't go horribly for him. They don't go particularly well. It all goes basically as according to plan for both candidates. The media, uh, of course, destroys uh, him for Hillary because that's who they want elected, even though they love Trump's ratings. And Trump ends up losing somewhere Probably in the range of what John McCain lost, somewhere around 60, 40. Some, well, no, no, no. That McCain did a lot better than that. But I mean, I'm talking about percentage-wise. If you want to put percentages on it, I think Johnson's, you know, under that scenario, would probably get five, six, seven percent. So we're talking somewhere in the range of Hillary winning by four or five percent, with both of them in the 40s. Trump probably around 42, 43. That would be the most logical scenario, the most, you know, can, you know the, the one that where the least uh, strange things would have to happen. The, the third track is that Trump support collapses because he cannot reach out to independents. Conservatives don't want to hold their nose. Once they realize he's not going to win, uh, conservatives go, screw this. I'm either not going to vote or I'm going to vote for Johnson or I'm going to do because I don't want to sell my soul for a loss. And it's a complete landslide. And I got to tell you, of the three in the last couple of weeks, we're headed towards number three, more likely than the other two. I'm not, I'm not predicting that right now. I'm just saying that of the three, that's where we're tracking, is to the complete and total blowout. Because once it's clear he's going to lose, because it's not clear to a lot of people he's going to lose. In fact, even some so-called experts are still thinking he's going to win, which is hilarious to me, since they didn't think he was going to win the nomination. I knew in November he was the favorite to win the, no- the nomination, but I've never given him a legitimate chance to win the general election. And the reality is that the most likely of those three tracks is the blowout track, uh, if only because we now know he's not going to change. He's not going to do what it takes to win a general election. Now, speaking of the anti-Trump Uh, sentiment in the conservative movement. Uh, A major development tonight on that. We'll talk about it and a whole lot more in hour number three of the John and Leah show coming up next on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network.